Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your school by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Gipper is the way that athletic directors, schools, and coaches can create world-class marketing content, create custom-branded content for your school's social media channels in seconds on any device and without needing any design experience. It's so easy, even I can do it. Go to Gipper.com and find out more about how Gipper can help you and your athletic program. We also want to thank Final Forms, the industry leader in registration. But Final Forms is more than just forms. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and they provide schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with mobile accessibility. And they have reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that go with having an athlete in the house. Final Forms can also help with team communication and attendance and even certification management for coaches. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this with secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you and your program, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get on the Final Forms team. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They've got online tools. They have smart cameras. They've always had analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs. And even the pros use Huddle to help their teams play at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes and the coaches you're trying to get to recruit them. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you to the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials, and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack 
and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive. Their indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more for your department and create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. And we want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. You can also call them at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Let them help you bring your school's legacy to life. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're traveling up the coast to Connecticut today, and we're going to be visiting with Alicia DeJesus. She's the director of, get ready for this, athletics, activities, physical education, and health for the Middletown Public School System, and that's in Middletown, Connecticut. Alicia, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jake. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. It's really exciting to, to be a part of, of the podcast, so Thank you, Jake, uh, for, for having me on today. Oh, well, absolutely. Thank you to you. We connected through a mutual friend, uh, Lisa Montgomery, down here in Florida. Yep. And uh, we're excited to hear what's happening in Middletown. So let's jump right in. Awesome. Uh, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that five-minute bio, you know, where you were born, where you grew up, maybe a little sports background, and, and how your path has led you to uh, Middletown, Connecticut. All right. So uh, my family is from the beautiful island of Puerto Rico. Uh, both my parents were recruited while at the University of Puerto Rico by Hartford Public Schools um, in Connecticut to teach in Hartford in the bilingual program in 1972. Uh, my, my mom taught kindergarten for 35 years and my dad was a principal um, and he got, he, he became a principal. He went through, you know, was a PE health teacher, then became an assistant principal and then became principal in, in one of the elementary schools in Hartford. Uh, my brother, my only brother, my oldest brother is uh, currently the assistant principal at Crick Academy of Aerospace and Engineering for uh, grades six through eight. So as you can tell, education runs very deep in our family. Um, you know, I played soccer, uh, softball and basketball growing up, growing up and uh, eventually uh, I, I stuck with soccer and basketball in high school. Um, you know, when, prior to getting into high school, I had, I, I wanted to kind of follow in my father's footsteps and, and become a physical education teacher. That was kind of something that, that spoke to me. Um, and then, you know, I, I also, I had some aspirations of being an administrator as well at that point um, in time in high school. Um, but I knew that I, you know, I, little did I know that I would create my own pathway to my uh, own professional career. 
Um, from high school, I went to Mayor's College um, in Poughkeepsie, New York on a full Division I basketball scholarship where I got my BA in psychology, special and elementary education. Um, I came back home to Connecticut and was blessed to be asked to play professionally um, basketball in, in Puerto Rico. Um, so I, I played there for three years and what a tremendous experience that was, not only because I, I was able to obviously play, but I was around my extended family and they had the, the, the opportunity to see me play um, consistently. So that was, it was really, really, really special. Um, while there, I got my master's of science degree um, in PE from Central Connecticut State University. Um, and through the, the, the years that I was there as well, I also coached basketball at the collegiate level for a year uh, in upstate New York at a D3 uh, school called Clarkson University. Um, through those connections that I made that year at Clarkson University, I only coached for a year. I, uh, I decided to, I, I got the opportunity to, 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 to get a phys ed uh, job in upstate New York. So I stayed up there. And while I was there, I coached girls and boys basketball and coached softball while also being the athletic director for a small uh, K-12 school district in Morristown, New York. And um, I also, during that time, got my second master's degree in educational leadership um, because of that, those aspirations early on of becoming an administrator. After five years up in upstate, which is about six hours from Hartford, I came back home and became a PE teacher in Hartford, Connecticut. I coached girls basketball, and then I had an opportunity to become a dean of students at a nearby uh, school in Hartford called Sand School. Um, for half a year. And during my time, I went through a lot of different interviews because uh, in my town, in my time in Morristown as an athletic director, I knew this is kind of where I want to, you know, this is where I want to go. This is, this is going to be my goal to be a full-time athletic director. Um, so I interviewed a whole bunch of different, different places and eventually got to interview at Middletown. And here I am almost, almost nine years later. So that, that's pretty much kind of Kind of where I got to, to where I am today, I, I do have to say that, you know, the skills that I learned through sport, obviously time management, being a team player, um, being a good listener, uh, really has gotten me in the position that I am and being able to talk to, to all of you. Wow. Uh, and again, our, our regular listeners hear me say this all the time, but it's so true. I just love listening to the stories. And um Pretty cool. Um, we, we've had a few former professional athletes uh, on, and, and that kind of fascinates me a little bit. I, I always joke uh, injuries and lack of talent kept me out of the NFL. Uh, you know, how was that? Uh, you said it was three years you played basketball. Uh, I mean, was internationally, uh, you know, what's, what's one of the stories that stick out in your mind from that period? So in Puerto Rico, so there, you know, the season at that time, the season was just during the summer. So it was like three months, um, but it was, you know, a lot of games within those three months. And it was just in Puerto Rico, um, just the women's league in Puerto Rico. And we would go to different, obviously different um, games throughout the island. And, you know, there was an all-star game at the end. There was a championship, um, which I played for La Criolla de Caguas. And we went to the state, we went to state, we went to the championships two years in a row when, when I played uh, with them. Um, and it was just, it was the grind, right? It was just 
everything you did, you know, from the moment you got up to the moment you went to sleep was, you know, basketball. And, um, and it really, you know, it taught me a lot after, you know, my college years. I mean, because I learned a lot throughout high school, a lot um, playing college ball. It was just different. It was just a different, um, you had to have, kind of have a different mentality. Um, but, you know, again, through all the skills that I've learned growing up, um, it really prepared me for that level of play. And, um, you know, it, it wasn't bad being on the island either. So, <laughs> yeah, our, uh, our uh, daughter uh, lived in Puerto Rico for a while, um, also was a frequent stop when she was working for the cruise lines. Uh, but I digress. Uh, for our <laughs> listeners, uh, we're visiting today with Alicia De Jesus, and she's the athletic activities and PE health director for the Middletown School District in Middletown, Connecticut. We're going to be back with some more, but let's take a quick break here from one of our sponsors. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank our newest sponsor, Gipper, for their support. Gipper is the way that athletic directors, coaches, and schools can create world-class marketing content. You can create custom-branded content for your school's social media channels in seconds on any device and without needing any design experience. It's so easy, even I can do it. Okay? Go to gipper.com, tell them that you heard about it on the Educational AD Podcast, and they'll give you a great deal. That's gipper.com for game-changing world-class marketing content. Welcome back, everyone. Our guest today is Alicia De Jesus from Middletown uh, Public Schools up in Connecticut. Uh, Alicia, you you have such a um, a wide variety of experiences, you know, as an athlete, you know, student, uh, teacher, coach. But let's talk about that transition to the athletic director's chair. What I like to say, uh, sitting on the other side of the desk. Um, how, how was that, uh, you know, let's say the, that initial experience, you know, good things, challenges, uh, you know, share with our listeners that part of your life. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when we're in as far as coaching and, and teaching, the biggest thing is you're always interacting with students, you're always involved um, with the students 24 seven. Um, I think the biggest thing for me now in this position, uh, the, the most, I guess, difficult thing has been um, not having that, 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 inter, that same interaction with students on a daily basis. I definitely miss that. Um, but, you know, another piece to that, obviously, is, you know, as, an, as the director of athletics, um, you know, I came in, I feel as though because of my experiences as a teacher and as a coach, you know, when I speak to our coaches, and I speak to our teachers that, you know, I supervise, um, I come from a lens of, listen, like I've been where you're at. I've, you know, I've done some of the things you've done and, you know, and, and helping and giving resources and providing support. Um, I feel like I've been able to do that because of my previous experiences. Um, and, you know, same, same goes with, with, with student athletes and, and talking with students. And, you know, I was, you know, a student athlete, you know, from middle to high school to college to professional. Um, so I have some special interactions with students who want to have conversations with me, you know, what do I need to do to be, to, to get to the college level? How, how do I get myself out there? How do, what do I do? Um, what are the support systems I need? Um, so I think, you know, having, like I've said, having the, those experiences have really helped me tremendously 
in my position. I've also learned, you know, I have to collaborate with a lot of different stakeholders. Obviously, our most important stakeholders are our students, um, but you know, our school community, our park and rec department, our city council, our mayor, our board of education, um, and being able to communicate um, and collaborate has really been something that has has helped me um with with having those conversations on what is needed for us here in the building what is needed for our student athletes what i need from our facilities department on any given day um that communication that i've learned you know being a teacher being a a, a coach and then now in this position has, has really helped me and ultimately it helps and benefits our students you know um it, that expression you don't know what you don't know. Uh, I can look back at my first uh, time sitting in that 80s chair and, uh, you know, boy, it's, it's not just scheduling games or buses. Uh, did you have kind of an aha moment uh, as an athletic director, you know, not like I just described, but the opposite end where you go, yeah, I got this. I'm an athletic director. Uh, does anything <laughs> stick out for you? Listen, it, it probably took me five years in this position before I could be, be like, all right, I think I, I think I think I, I'm, I'm getting it. <laughs> and honestly, like it's it's a continual, um, you know, it's cycle like you, I, I like to describe myself as a big sponge, like I want to continue learning, I don't know everything I learn from everybody that I come in contact with and I try to grow. Um, in this profession as much as I can, because I don't know everything. Um, but, you know, it, as far as like in Middletown, it took, it literally probably took me about five years to kind of understand the ins and outs, uh, you know, just working with the different stakeholders and understanding, right. listening, observing, and then trying, you know, you don't want to come in and make changes right away. You need to observe, you need to see what needs some enhancing um, and listen. You need to listen to people. And, and you know, I'm still, there's an announcement. I'm still, um, you know, trying to do that. And I, you know, I, I come from the perspective with the lens of, I just want to learn and soak everything in so I can be better for our kids. I apologize for the announcement that's happening. <laughs> no, and you, you bring up a good point. Uh, as soon as you do say that, yeah, I got this. You know, something happens and you realize, okay, I guess I don't got it. <laughs> There's cool. always something that will happen that you've never, That's never right. oh, knew gosh. could happen. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. For our listeners, uh, we're visiting today with Alicia DeJesus. She's the Athletic Activity PE and Health Coordinator for Middletown Public Schools in Middletown, Connecticut. We're going to take another quick break, but we'll be back. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Final Forms, the industry leader in registration. But Final Forms is more than just forms. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and they provide schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility. And they have reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that come with having an athlete in the house. Final Forms can also help with team communication and attendance and even certification management for coaches. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this with secure language translation and ADA compliance. You know, it's time for you to talk to a team 
that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started and find out exactly how Final Forms can help you. Welcome back to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Alicia DeJesus. Alicia, one of the talking points we always use is our mentors section. Uh, none of us get here on our own. So who are some of the people that you've had that have touched your life? Uh, the expression I like to use is, I still hear those voices in my head. So uh, do you have any voices that you still hear? Oh, yeah. So I, I want to start off by saying, first two, mom and dad, right? Carmen de Jesus and uh, Federico de Jesus. Uh, they were instrumental in my growth um, in, you know, as a person and, and, and in my career. Um, you know, my mom came to the States when she was 20, 20 years old. She graduated um, college, University of Puerto Rico in three years. And like I said, was recruited to teach bilingual and she came with nothing. I think their first paycheck was like $12,000, crazy. <laughs> um, but they came and they obviously they built um, you know, what they were, you know, they get, they got married and, and they were able, you know, to, 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 to continue in, in education and they continued that in my brother and I, um, you know, they, they played sports in college. My, they were huge. So my mom was a huge basketball and softball player. She played for the University of Puerto Rico. My dad played football, basketball, and baseball. He was, um, you know, he was going to play, he got drafted out of high school for baseball, but decided to, to stay um, and continue his education. Um, you know, they, they provided me with so many opportunities growing up. Like I remember going to UConn, right? We're a huge UConn family. We went to UConn when you can go, when Coach Oriema um, first started, we could go to the Campbell Pavilion, walk right to the front row at, on the floor and watch the games. Carrie Bascom, um, uh, who else was there? Uh, Tracy Liss, who was at Providence, but she, she was from Connecticut. So I got the opportunity to watch women playing sports at a level, at that level when I was super young. And to be able to have that opportunity now that I look back on it was huge for, for me and, and my growth as a, as a woman um, and in my profession. Um, so, you know, Shout, shout out to, to mom and dad. They've continued that. They didn't miss a college game. My dad was a principal, okay? I'm sorry, a high school game. My dad was a principal. So he made sure um, that he was at every single one of my high school games. Um, and they made probably 90% of my college games. And, you know, Marist was about a two-hour drive. So um, they were huge in, in my growth and big shout outs to both of them. Um, two other uh, coaches that I had growing up, I had, um, you know, I played AAU ball uh, from, you know, 11 years old to 16 years old, and I had a coach by the name of Bernie Brennan. Bernie Brennan um, was, was one of those no-nonsense, in-your-face coach that you don't see too much nowadays, um, but, you know, back, in, back, back during that time, that is what motivated me. And it wasn't just about basketball with Coach Brennan. It was more than just basketball. He talked about nutrition. He talked about, um, you know, academics. And we've had, we had sessions after our AAU practices with binders full of scenarios and, and putting yourself in this scenario. How would you react? What are you going to do when you get to college and this happens? So I think a lot of my mental toughness 
really um, happened. I learned to persevere and get through adversity because of Coach Brennan and his wife, Cindy Brennan. They both coached together. So I had them for two years in AAU when I was 13 and 14. And to this day, when I, when I was coaching, um, they were, they had such an impact on me that I, you know, I hear them in my, in my ear. And as far as constructive criticism, like constantly, um, and I really just kind of wanted to, to be that person for, you know, for some, somebody else, for another one of our, one of our kids to be that motivator. Um, and some other individuals that I just want to kind of touch on as far as in my profession today, um, I'm not sure if you know who Trish Wicken is. Oh, she yeah. is, yeah, I figured you would. Um, she's obviously, you know, she's in Connecticut as an athletic director for Glastonbury Public Schools. She is the NIAAA past president, 2015. Um, she's our league. I'm in the, Middletown is in the Central Connecticut Conference, which is the biggest conference in Connecticut, 32 um, districts. She's our commissioner for that conference. She's a secretary to our state association and she holds numerous leadership positions. I will tell you from the get, I got this position in Middletown in 2004, July, 2014. I've had the opportunity to go to every single national conference, which has been a blessing. But to see her be named the president of the NIAAA first year in was huge. Um, a woman at, in that position, she's our commissioner of the league. Um, it just spoke volumes to me. And just to have her as a colleague, a friend, somebody that I can call with any, you know, any, any questions that I have, advice, we can just shoot it and just talk. It's been huge for me. She's been really a, a huge mentor and somebody that I enjoy speaking with. She does things the right way. Um, and I learn from her every day. Um, somebody else in Connecticut, Damian Frazzanelli. He's on the, on the NIAAA board. He's on our state association board. Um, I've gotten to know him and you know he is just an amazing person. Again, somebody just like Trish that I can call, reach out to. Um, he's really funny and just down to earth. Um, so just a big shout out to, to those individuals that have helped me um, in my, you know, in my way, figuring everything out, um, up until now. Wow. A again, I, I just love hearing those stories. Um, I got to make a comment though. Uh, you talked about your AAU coaches and the activities that they did beyond the coaching. I think it's, um, it, it's, it's easy to do. And, and I am guilty of this far too often of, uh, characterizing, um, AAU coaches and AAU at one end of the spectrum, a completely different spectrum from what we call educational-based athletics. And those activities, those are, that was spot on for educational-based. So, uh, and, and I know this is true because I've had some at my own schools. There's some good AAU coaches out there, good in, in all sense of the word. Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, you know, AAU back then there was like one team there was two teams two AAU programs in Connecticut it was either the Connecticut starters or at that point team Connecticut like now there's just so many but you know I can you know obviously speak to coach Brennan um, both coach Bernie and coach Cindy as far as you know the other things that are that are important it's just not about basketball and it really it truly helped me truly helped me grow uh, I, I appreciate you sharing that uh, once again, for our listeners, we're visiting today with Alicia De Jesus, 
She's the Athletic and Activities Director at Middletown Public Schools in Middletown, Connecticut. Going to be back with some more. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Huddle for their support. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They've got online tools. They have smart cameras. They've always had analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle's also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and colleges. And even the pros use Huddle to help their athletes perform at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes and the college coaches you're trying to get to recruit them. If you want to find out more about how Huddle can help you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is Alicia DeJesus. Alicia, um, you've been in this business now for quite a while at a lot of different levels, uh, but we've got some younger listeners that are just starting their journey. And I think it's important for them to kind of hear about the importance of getting involved you know, locally, at state level, and even at the NIAAA level. So kind of share where you're at on your journey right now. Yeah, sure. So it, it took me a little while to get my feet wet um, in my state association in the NIAAA. You know, I mentioned earlier how it like took me about five years to really feel comfortable um, in the position that I'm in right now. And I think, you know, in those five years, you know, I, like I said, I, I went to the national um, conference and I found I found my people and I kind of just stayed in my bubble and I was comfortable with that. Um, but I have to say that you know, I was asked early on, I, I was asked by our state association, the uh, position became available on our girls basketball committee. Um, and um, I think, you know, in order to be, as far as the committees, we're looking for representation and in order to be inclusive, you know, we want a woman and I'm a Latina woman. And I was like, absolutely, I want to have that. Um, I want to be able to represent on the growth because I love basketball, right? But I also, you know, want people to see it, that rep representation does matter. Um, and, and my voice in, from my perspective, does matter as well. Um, so I was a part of the CIAC, Connecticut Interscholastic Athletic Conference Girls Basketball Committee, um, which has been a really, really great experience for me, getting to know different coaches across the state, different athletic directors, principals, administrators. Um, I really, you know, I, I have to be honest and say that I did, I, I, I didn't start getting involved with NIAAA and more involved with our state association until after the murder of George Floyd. Um, and I'll get, I'll get into that a little bit. So I, I, you know, you mentioned, I haven't actually mentioned this, but I, I am a, the treasurer and a board member of NOMAD, the National Organization of Minority Athletic Directors, which was founded um, after the murder of George Floyd in June 2020. Um, I'm, I've been really, really close friends with Carlos Reed from California and Anthony Thomas since I began um, in Middletown in 2014. And they are two co-founders of this organization, along with Kevin G. Adams, and Anthony Fisher. Um, through this work um, on Nomad, I, I, I feel as though I, I obviously I met a lot of people during those summer months. 
And through that, um, I think um, I was asked to be on the NIAAA ad hoc DEI committee in July, 2020. And I am excited to say that in this past December, we were officially voted as a, an official um, committee within the, the NIAAA. I was then asked um, to present at the 2020 National Conference, the virtual uh, National AD Conference with, um, I believe you know, Candace Mitchell. She's been on here a couple of times from Atlanta. I was able to present with her. And our title of our presentation was Empowering Minority Interscholastic Athletic Administrators of School-Based Sports Programs. What an amazing experience to work with Candace and then to be able to present um, it was, even though it was virtual, it, I, I myself after presenting just felt super, super empowered. Um, and through the work with the national level, I had a conversation with our executive director here at the state level, um, Fred Balsamo, and he asked me to be on our state association board as a, a diversity equity inclusion rep. Absolutely. So basically, you know, each time we, we have a meeting, I bring in any information that I have at the national level with our board, then we can kind of go out to our own districts um, and give information out to them. And then I was also um, asked after that, I was asked to be on our state board um, as our league representative. So Central Connecticut, um, you know, conference with Trish Wicken being the commissioner, and now I'm on the board representing um, the league. And most recently, you know, through the work that we've been doing here in the state, our league, um, the CCC, created a racial equity justice committee within our league. So I am a part of that committee as well. Doing a lot of work. We're still um, in the beginning phases for this specific committee, um, but really excited that for the for the work that is that for what is going to be coming. So as you can see, I'm, I'm super passionate about equity and athletics and education and, and want to, I, I just really want to create help in creating inclusive spaces for athletic directors across the country, which ultimately will benefit our student athletes. Yeah, I mean, a couple of takeaways for me, obviously, you know, your passion for, uh, you know, DEI comes through uh, as it should. But I think the other message or companion message was just get involved. Okay, you know, you had opportunities, you know, some you reached out to individuals, others, you know, they contacted you. But again, for our listeners, uh, that happens so frequently, you look at someone's name, and they're on a committee, or they're chair of a committee or something. It, it, it didn't just happen by magic, they sought that position out. There's nothing wrong with that. If you've got a passion for something, uh, if you think you can help and add your voice, uh, do it, you know, reach out and, and get involved. And, uh, you know, you mentioned two of my, uh, you know, uh, good professional friends, Candace Mitchell, you know, we were on certification together. We still teach together, uh, for the national faculty and Tony Fisher. Um, you know, we, we had him down here in Florida for a long time and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, he's now he's up in Minnesota and obviously, you know, I uh, helped found nomad. So very cool stuff. Uh, thanks so much for sharing. Uh, for our listeners, once again, our guest today is Alicia DeJesus. Uh, she's from Middletown, Connecticut. We're going to be back with some more. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen consoles 
and an extensive library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or you can call them at 614-981-3589. And you can also email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Let them help you bring your school's legacy to life. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, Alicia, um, as we mentioned earlier, you've got quite a background in sports, but now I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. What are some things that you and your coaches and your programs have uh, at Middletown that you're particularly proud of that uh, when you step back and take that 100 look or 100 foot uh, look, um, these are things that you're really, really proud of. Uh, Do you have anything you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we, you know, we have something that we call the Jim Bransfield Legacy Award. And um, Jim Bransfield uh, was a was a uh, community member here in Middletown, passed away in uh, late 2017. Um, he was a his he was a retired history teacher. He was our advisor for the newspaper. He announced all of our football games, announced our baseball state champion um, chip games, which are held in uh, at Palmer Field in Middletown, Connecticut. Um, and he worked for the local newspaper um, as a writer, as a, as a sports writer. Um, in his passing in, in 2017, Jim, Jim Bransfield was a huge supporter of Middletown and our student athletes. He always, he wanted our kids to enjoy what, what high school had to offer and believed in student athletes playing multiple sports and not specializing in one. So one, once he, he passed in 2017, uh, 2018, we created uh, the Jim Bransfield Legacy Award, which is for the 12 season student athlete. Um, so every spring recognition event night where we have all of our, um, you know, spring programs come together to celebrate and recognize our achievements, um, I am able to give out the Jim Bransfield Legacy Award, which is a medal, and behind the medal is um, each of our student athletes, senior student athletes name that have participated in a, a season for their whole entire high school career. So, you know, it's something that that we've always talked about um, in our league when I first started in 2014-14 about you know just the, the times now our kids are just specializing in one sport like what can we do to advocate what can we do to to show the importance of, of playing multiple sports um, so we were able to to do this here at, at Middletown and it's the feedback that we've gotten the, it, it's been awesome um, each year we've done it, we've gotten a couple kids, more and more kids in, in the list. Obviously with the pandemic, it did hurt a little, it did affect us a little bit, um, but we're back on track um, this year and um, just looking forward, you know, I just had a, a student this morning ask me, Mr. Hastings, how can I, if I'm a manager, can I still get the Jim Bransfield Legacy Award? And I told Absolutely. You are a part of the program as a manager. You're putting in the work just like this, the, the athletes are in that program. You will get that Jim Bransfield Legacy Award at the end of your senior year. Um, so there's excitement behind that. The kids love it. Um, you know, we're, we're getting it. We're advertising it out. 
Um, so it's 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 been super special. Uh, a lot of people, even though it's been a few years since Jim Bransfield passed away, a lot of people know who he is um, and understand, um, you know, the the name and and the legacy around that, and um, wanting to to represent to recognize our 12 season uh, student athletes. So that that's something exciting that we've been doing. And then you know the last thing that I that I'll highlight is I think a lot of other um, programs, do, a lot of other districts do this, but we do a huge sign, senior signing day celebration recognition um, event. You know, when I first started, we, we would, I would always have, you know, a student would come up to me and be like, miss, I, I just signed a letter of intent to attend this college. Can I have my family come? Can we take a picture? Can the, can the paper come? And I, and I would always do this, but it would be like individually throughout the course of the school year. One of the silver linings through the pandemic was, you know, let's do something that we need to celebrate. We weren't able to allow people into the building. So how are we going to celebrate our seniors that are playing at the next level? So um, in talking to some of my other my colleagues and, and different things that they were doing, you know, we created the senior signing day where we invite the families to come, the students, I get the, I compile all the information I get from our coaches as far as those student athletes that have signed a letter of intent, that I've signed a letter of commitment, no matter the level, no matter the, the, the division, no matter if it's even a prep school, um, they are continuing their education and playing careers at the next level. We need to recognize them. We need to celebrate them. Um, so we came up with a day in, you know, beginning of June, every year it'll be at the beginning of June. And all of our families will get together. We have it at the high school. We have snacks. We have food. We even live streamed it this year. Um, so just trying to, you know, next year we might do, we might add something to it to make it, you know, a little bit better. But feedback has been has been um, positive. Um, and it's, you know, we it's just all about celebrating our our kids and recognizing them for their accomplishments. It's a big deal to play at the next level. So let's celebrate them. No, I, both of those activities, uh, I, I just love. Uh, when I was an athletic director, you know, we would recognize every single, you know, multi-sport kid at the um, uh, end of the year uh, sports awards. And, you know, our high school, we had about 400 kids in high school. And so, you know, we, we started, I think the first year I was there, we had 13 kids that had done three sports. And uh, by the time I ended, we had like 65, 70 kids every year. Uh, and we ended up getting a sponsor. Uh, we started with t-shirts and then we went with hoodies and then we had a nice uh, jacket and, uh, you know, we would have kids saying, I want that jacket. I'm going to do that third sport. So, uh, very cool stuff. Uh, I love that, uh, having that, uh, um, perpetual honor, you know, recognizing someone from your uh, department, very cool stuff. Uh, Alicia, if, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and pick your brain a little bit and listeners, I certainly encourage you to do so. What's the best way that they can get in touch with you? So the best, the best way would be my email, my school email. Um, and that is the Jesus E. So D-E-J-E-S-U-S-E at M-P-S-C-T dot org. Okay. So that is my email. You can also find it on our website as well, if that was too much to write down. <laughs> and I, I think it's also on the uh, NIAAA portal as well. Yes. Okay. Yes, so. Uh, again, Alicia DeJesus, um, we're going to be back with some more. Let's take another quick break. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive. Their indoor, indoor scoring tables and video boards 
can generate money for your department and also create the ultimate game day experience in your gym. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call them at 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, Alicia, you mentioned that, um, you know, you got started really kind of with, you know, NIAAA and, and Nomad and all that uh, as a result of, you know, uh, the events in Minneapolis and George Floyd, which actually coincided with the start of this particular podcast and, and created, you know, one of our, our uh, enduring questions. So my next question um, how can an athletic director or leader do a better job uh, for their community, for their kids, their coaches? Um, how can they do a better job of being socially aware? Uh, do you have any advice for us? Yeah, I mean, I think first thing is just being aware of what's going on and acknowledging that it's happening and acknowledging that it affects our kids. Um, and then from there, you know, giving the space for our kids to have a voice. And being and, and being a good listener, um, while you create that space for for students, um, whether it's through student leadership um, programs that you have within your school, whether it's through the school community, like having a space for our students to talk, um, and it's not always going to be positive. Like it's it's going to be uncomfortable conversations, and you know I, I truly believe that through uncomfortable conversations, movement can can happen and things can change. You have to want to be a part of the solution, right? So when I said earlier that, you know, I really didn't start getting involved with the NIAAA until the, until the murder of George Floyd, what I meant by that was that I knew that I wasn't, how can I want things to change if I'm not a part of that? I wanted to be a part of it. I want, it, I want to bring change for the better for our organizations. And you know what better way than to actually be in it um, with you know colleagues and, and working together to, to bring positive changes for our student athletes. Um, I think it's important, like you mentioned before, you have to get involved with these different organizations that are going to support and provide resources for you and your building. You know, I, I, I said earlier, I am you know a member, a board member of Nomad. Um, we are looking for allies. You do not have to be a black or brown person to be in this organization. We want everybody um, a part of Nomad um, as an ally um, to be able to, you know, get resources, get professional development, and then bring that back to, to your districts. There's the, goal, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, another great organization. You don't have to be a woman to be in this organization. Um, if you are a member of the NIAAA, I urge you um, to be a member of both of these, um, the Nomad organization and the Global Community, because you're only going to learn and grow and be better for your student athletes. And the last thing I will say is, you know, there is an NIAAA DEI committee. There's 16 of us. There's two in each of the sec that are section leaders. Reach out to them. There are situations that are happening in our country. Reach out to us. We, we might be able to assist. We might be able to provide you with information, provide you 
we could, we, you know, we want to work with our sections um, and being proactive, um, but also in assisting and providing resources, mentorship, you know, whatever it is and however we, we can help. You know, um, I, uh, I am a member of uh, Nomad and the global community. Um, I haven't been uh, attending the uh, the Nomad uh, sessions as much as I should, so shame on me. Uh, but uh, I do appreciate you giving that shout out to everybody. You know, both great organizations, uh, and it's they're all part of what we do in this world of educational athletics. So, uh, thanks again for that shout out. Um, this has been really cool, you know, uh, visiting with you, getting to know you just a little bit, uh, again, through our mutual friend, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with the Athletic Director's Toolbox, um, which is sponsored by Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack, and we're going to hear from them in just a minute. But when we come back from that commercial, uh, we're going to ask Alicia DeJesus what three tools she would put into a new athletic director's toolbox. So uh, please stay with us. Uh, let's hear from Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. This is the Educational AD Podcast. As I mentioned, we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials, and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone. Um, it's the Educational AD Podcast, and it's time for the Athletic Director's Toolbox. Uh, our guest today, Alicia DeJesus from Middletown, Connecticut. Uh, we've already established has a tremendous background and uh, experience as a coach, as an athlete, as an AD. But now I'm going to ask her to put three tools, just three, into a new athletic director's toolbox. Alicia DeJesus, what's going to go into your athletic director toolbox? Cool, only three. All right. Um, I, I, my first one's a little bit long, but I think as you start, um, you need to take time to listen and observe um, about things that are going well, observe systems and practices, and engage in a review of what needs enhancing, and reflect to enhance and not necessarily change to start. You want to build your community and you want to build your school community. Um, I think number two, so we'll say the acronym WTF. Now, just give me a second. <laughs> I had the uh, opportunity to be a the keynote speaker at my uh, my high school uh, a few years ago, and I use this acronym WTF with with in my speech. And what I mean by WTF is work, time, fear. Put the work in, put the time into getting that work done, and take some risks. Take some risks. 
um, for your kid, for your students specifically. Um, and don't be afraid um, to do what's right. Um, and then the last one I would say is surround yourself with individuals that are going to support you and push you, challenge you. They're going to challenge you to be better, um, that share same, similar values and goals as you. Um, surround yourself with, with, with good people. And luckily, I've, I've really been able to do that in, in my um, you know, career so far, and I've only been able to grow because of it. No, I love it. And anytime somebody comes up with a play on words, uh, WTF, uh, <laughs> I, I'm all about that. Great stuff. Okay. One more time, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Sure. My, my email uh, is dehesusee uh, at mpsct.org. Okay. Alicia DeJesus from Middletown, Connecticut. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and all the best uh, moving forward with your school and all of your activities. Thank you so much, Jake. Really appreciate our time together. Oh, it was great. Really enjoyed it. For our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of the interviews we do get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. And before we go, we want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your school by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Thanks again for listening to today's episode on the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, we're looking forward to a great summer of content. Uh, please check this out. If you have any questions, shoot me an email at uh, jakestouchdown at gmail.com or jakestouchdown on Twitter. Uh, thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.